Yo, what is going on, guys? It is Dan and Mo here, back with another podcast. Yes. Uh, today and is January what? 16th. And today we're accompanied by Luke. Luke, close, close, close friend of ours. Close friend for many years. We got Luke. Uh, yeah, so what are we going to talk about today? Uh, let's, let's introduce Luke Let's introduce first. Luke. Yeah, introduce yourself, Luke. All right, so my name is Luke. Uh, I'm 19... 19. I'm in Wake Tech right now, doing construction management, welding, and working construction, hitting the gym, and like fooling around with these goons here. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's so get. How, how did we meet each other, Luke? Let's get to, to that. So I met Luke. What like, two, three, two. Yeah, yeah, two, three years two, ago. Two, three years ago, uh, we had a mutual con- uh, friend. Who's a mutual big friend? Big Harrison. Big Harrison. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Lifetime Fitness. Yeah, yeah. Spivak. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think the first time I met Luke was at Apex. Yeah, he was yeah. he was into powerlifting, and I always like, saw him lifting no, with these. I, the first time I, I've like known of Luke was when like he, you were training at Apex with your buddies, and like I always looked at Luke and I was like, man, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a powerlifter. <laughs> power <lifter, laughs> I didn't like powerlifters like, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, all these bodybuilders. Yeah, yeah, in the gym, like there's. There's bodybuilders and there's powerlifters yeah. and then there's and there's, there's in betweeners. There's like yeah, a, yeah. Well, well, the thing was, I did bodybuilding for yeah. two, two, three years before I even like got into powerlifting, and then I was powerlifting. Went to Lifetime. Was powerlifting there. Met all you. you know, I I remember the first time I went to that gym. Uh, Big Her came up to me. He was like. Is this American muscle? My, my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's like American muscle. Wow, what a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Harrison. <laughs> yeah, so I started started talking to all of them, and then we just lift like Dan. We started lifting, yeah, yeah. and he's got the drive. Like that's yeah. like it's rare to find those people with that kind of drive. You can really right, just right. vibe with get those crazy ass workouts. Yeah, it's hard to find. People so you don't you don't power lift anymore, really. No, you can't, can't. yeah. So, so to tell them how you got up to two fifty and all that, and you got yeah. Big. How much? How much do you weigh now? <laughs> right now, right now, I'm right around two hundred pounds. Okay, so but, fifty. Where he's gonna tell you about fifty pounds ago? Yeah, yeah. So, well, so so mm-hmm. I can start. I mean, like bodybuilding career, like that started my freshman year of high school. From freshman to sophomore year, I blew up sixty pounds. Uh huh. So I weighed. I was weighing two hundred pounds my sophomore year. I'm 200 pounds right now. Yeah. <laughs> but sophomore year in high school, I was 200. And then just kept growing. So I think my junior year, I was around 220 bodybuilding. And that's when I started getting the powerlifting, junior year. Yeah. And that's when junior year, I went from 220, started powerlifting, eating like fuck ton of food, everything. Huge meals, dirty meals, blew up to 250, was pushing weight. Dude, I felt great. Huge walking around. Wow. But I mean, I'll tell you, two fifty walking up the stairs. Rough. Oof, that's like that's a workout walking up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and combine that with powerlifting, where anything above yeah. eight reps is yeah. cardio. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the heaviest I've ever been is like, I want to say like two twelve, and at that point it was kind of a struggle for me to go up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I was like out of breath yeah. after like two or three flights. Yeah. yeah. I hit two thirty five. That's my highest. Yeah, I'll, the only yeah, the only I'll chance I'll ever go back there is if I'm like, like eight percent body fat. But to get to that level, eight percent, I have to be yeah, like on gear, like two ninety, like bulk off season to be like yeah, no, no, fuck, fuck that shit. I, I like being lean. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna need we're gonna need gear to get back to those level, that weight. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my two twenty before when I was bodybuilding was like a lean leaner two twenty, and my yeah. two fifty was completely bloated out. Yeah. Like fat fat power lifter walking around. I mean. It and was not suit, 250 yeah. pounds of muscle. Remember know? the blue suit that you had? But yeah, yeah, my is. singlet, the Inzer, Inzer singlet. <laughs> yeah, it's fun like working out when you're yeah. that heavy because like you go in every day and smash new PRs. Oh yeah, dude. I, I mean, I'd walk in the gym and, and just be yeah, like feel strong. huge walking and like being that big. It definitely has those psychological advantages. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, like, yeah. Like you're 250, you're not on muscle, but you're strong as fuck, and yeah. you're just you're just straight fucking huge, you know. Mm. But the weight was where it really shined. Like eating that much food, all those calories, like that's that's where all that all that food really shined. Being able to push your yeah. body maximally. Yeah. Like you're growing every single week and you're text testing those maxes every couple months. And to be able to push your body through that continually, yeah. like you gotta have the food, the water, and you can have days you're increasing and you think you're gonna hit a number and you just don't because there was one small factor off and you didn't get enough sleep. Right, right. You didn't hit your amount of calories. You didn't get enough water. And it's like small I feel like uh, when, you're, small things, yeah. when you're heavier, you, you like set higher expectations for yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then in many cases, you find yourself disappointed because like, like you said, like you get one thing goes wrong, uh, like yeah. you're just not going to hit that weight. Well, I've seen that. I've seen so many people where they get caught up in that disappointment where, right, right. where they'll fail and they think it's something they're doing wrong in their programming. And when, when I like really came to that realization that it's little things yeah. that are off here and there, I didn't get like upset about, about those failures. I was like, okay, failed that, but I've tried it. I've done it. I've attempted it next time everything's going to be more fine-tuned and i'm going to hit it and it was just it was just drive you know like every failed attempt was just something that i could build up on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i can definitely see that i can relate to that too yeah like, and it's the same thing with bodybuilding i mean you push yourself like every week in the gym you're doing what you couldn't the week before mm-hmm. like, especially like bodybuilding yeah. wise because it's all aesthetic in a way and you right. always have to look yourself in the mirror and like all right, what am I going to bring up this week? Like, what yeah. am I going to focus on today? Am I going to hit chest because I have to? Or am I going to hit back because it's a little, it's lagging a little? You got to exactly, make those decisions. Exactly. And it's like, you, you time will tell. Like, mm-hmm. just time will tell. Yeah. And bringing that mentality in powerlifting was where I was like, yeah. okay, my bench is a little weak, but it's only weak at the top. So, so how do I train just that little portion of it? You know, like... You're yeah. still figuring out your weak points. You're you're figuring out what areas you need to train instead of muscle groups. It's yeah. stabilizers, you know. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think like bodybuilding has that that depth of. It's more. Yeah. It's more like a round thing, you know. You got your diet and your training. Mm-hmm. You can only do so much and change so much of training. Right. right. But diet plays such a big part. Oh yeah, too. huge. Such a big part. And powerlifting is huge too, but like there is the ability. It's less to be so much more relaxed yeah. on. Exactly. It's the diet is a lot less emphasized, less yeah. strict. You can just do whatever you want. But you still gotta eat like like those strongman fucks like well, what's oh, his yeah. name? like Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw. Yeah, those are smells. He, he eats cleaner food, but he'll still eat pasta and all that. Um, there's a, there's a video out there on YouTube running yeah. around with his day of eating, and it's just an I've insane, seen that video. insane, insane yeah. amount of calories. I mean, just to be That's... able to to push your body to those limits. God. I feel like I would hate that, you know, just eating that much. But food. he likes it. That's the thing. I know it, that yeah. Dexter Jackson fucking hates it. Dexter, Dex he's like, yo, it. I can't wait till I retire because I won't have to eat all these yeah, fucking meals. Yeah, dude, it was the hardest thing bodybuilding. Yeah, 
meals are hard, man. Especially yeah. after like the fourth yeah. meal. Like, yeah. I remember day. when I was trying to like when I was at like my peak weight, I was like trying to gain some more weight, but mm-hmm. my body just wouldn't allow it because like really? I'd have to eat like every like hour and a half, like at least oh, like six hundred awesome. calories. Yeah, yeah that's and that just yeah. it gets disgusting after a it while. Does. You just start to fucking hate eating and. But that's the thing that you gotta keep pushing when you get to that stage. Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah. like when I was talking to Arth last night, and he's like, "Man, I just." There's a period of time during summer where I gained weight pretty well, and then I plateaued. Mm. And I'm like, you just have to keep eating more. Like yeah. that's the thing. You when you don't want to eat, you gotta eat. The like you gotta you gotta look, look at the when food you, and just eat when it. When you're when you're like a, an actual bodybuilder, yeah. you gotta be like very critical. So it's either that you've reached a point where you should cut. Yeah. And that's 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 mostly what you should do. Yeah. Rather than just keep on going, because when right. you when when you can't go anymore, you probably gain too much body fat. Yeah. yeah, and you don't want it to get out of hand because then it's just gonna make it harder when you when you dial down. Yeah, I always had a problem with that cutting back down. I would just bulk and bulk and bulk and yeah, like I mean cuts like I don't know. I just hated doing them. The I, I like being. I, I used to fucking bulky. hate cutting. I love cutting now. I love cutting, man. Yeah, now it's now, different. I like cutting so much. Yeah. I hate bulking. Yeah, so you see, you, you start to see all all the hard work, you know, like yeah. When the That's detail true. comes in. And you just feel healthier, man. You feel so much yeah, better. Yeah, right, right. Well, you feel less lethargic. Yeah. You feel more sharp. So much sharper. I mean, I'm, I've been maintaining more, being more leaner than I've ever been the past year or so, and I've been feeling great. Yeah. And But before, I mean, it was just, like, when I cut down for my first time, I felt, like, so yeah. small and frail. Yeah. You, you, know? you know, It's because, like, you don't know what that feeling, you don't even know what you're going to look like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think a big part of it is, uh, is just, like goal setting in a way to keep you going in working out mm-hmm. because there's two perspectives on it you can either look at oh there's cutting and bulking and like that kind of gives people the push well it keeps them entertained like mm-hmm. in cutting season bulking season but i look at it in the perspective it's like you have to do it. it's an everyday thing to stay healthy and just like right, sustain right. your youth you know like yeah. you want to be healthy you want to feel young like that's what you got to do and like it doesn't have to be that emphasized oh it's a bulk it's a cut mm-hmm. like it's a little like right now it's winter where like the, the hours are different the sunlight goes yeah. down more so you, you're able to eat whatever you want and during the summer that's when you got to look clean and ready yeah you know so it's just but like that fitness shit has to be there daily like that cardio every day it doesn't matter what you're doing just to feel good and healthy like to keep your heart alive yeah. your cardiovascular right. system alive so much shit goes into it past bodybuilding i mean there's a whole else health aspect yeah. like com- yeah. completely past yeah. bodybuilding. like no like your aspect of it like Literally, when oh, I'm bulking, I can't do cardio. Man, get out of here with that cardio. Like, that's so wrong. And, like, you, yeah. you never followed that, it. That, like, that was more of a lack of perspective. Yeah. Because what yeah. I realized is that, or I realized this when I was heavy as fuck. Yeah. I'd go to squat, and it's like after the sixth rep, I'm like gassed. It doesn't yeah. matter how much <laughs> the weight is. I'm like, I'm just out of So it's like, how, how am I going to train and build muscle if I can't go past six reps? You know? Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, we need, to, we need to work on these things. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the same thing with with powerlifting. Mm-hmm. When you notice that that struggle, yeah. that that resistance, that's when you work on that. Exactly. And so yeah. same thing, I guess. Bodybuilding does it comes into that play as well. Yeah, my Stamina cardiovascular yeah. went down crazy when I was powerlifting. Yeah, yeah. like because Dorian Yates preaches twelve reps for legs, no, no more, no less, twelve reps, and that shit's mm-hmm. heavy. It's hard to do. It's like heavy. Yeah, you if you try to do like. Reps. Eight like six to eight ten reps. That's hard. Like hard. That's yeah. the minimum. For me, it's like certain muscle groups that work best with volume rather than heavy weight. Mm. So when I train legs, well, when I train legs in the past, I used to do like low reps, but yeah. now 
I'm like more like chasing a pump, so I'll yeah. do high reps and like my legs will just blow the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's I all think, about the pump. I think there's a time, like a time and place for every muscle group. You can hit it heavy right. and and the hypertrophy wise. Like if you use them both in conjunction, that's where you really just blow up. Yes, mm. that's right. That's that's what Michael Hearn. That's does. what Michael Hearn yeah. does, and he's a perfect example. Yeah. Like those, I'll see videos of him doing like three reps, and then like in the next flip. He like closes his eyes and he, he doesn't even count the reps. Yeah, yeah he just yeah. he's he's just going in, you know. Yeah, I I don't count my reps either, dude. Like I hate counting reps. Yeah, I don't count reps. When I stop counting reps, is when I started blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Like I only like count the last few reps when they burn. Like I know Arnold preaches that, but like I literally just it comes to me naturally. Yeah. Like yeah, when it starts burning, start. I counting. do like all right, one, two, three, four, five, and like you just keep going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what Arnold said. Arnold. People always be like, yo, uh, so how many? Uh, yeah, yeah. How much can you rip out with this weight? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like a self conscious thing. Like, that's it not is. what I'm worried about. It really is, know? man. Like, you don't worry about the other person. But Plus, everyone's built differently. Like, this oh, guy yeah. might have long arms. This guy might have short legs. Like, yeah. we yeah. all have our lifts that we're better at. You know, that also applies to powerlifting and bodybuilding. Like, like your body type can also determine what sport you're most likely to go into. Right, right, definitely. So, like, yeah, with like more bigger morph, built guys yeah. have more fat, like. They'll do very well at powerlifting. Shorter guys will do very well at powerlifting. They have the better mechanics. And then more like guys in the middle, like like Arnold. That's he more has such, such like a perfect physique. Yeah. yeah, like if he was a powerlifter, it would be wasted physique, you know? Yeah, it attracts mm-hmm. different sports, different body types. Like, he goes to different sports. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why I didn't, I didn't get into powerlifting. I wasn't built for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why I'm not in the NBA. Well, back to the uh, like the hypertrophy versus uh, <laughs> powerlifting. Like, I did bodybuilding was all hypertrophy. I did that for like two, three years. Mm-hmm. No, like, not a lot. I mean, I did I did heavy weight, but it was all in the hypertrophy range. Like, I increased my weight. I would start like when I first started bodybuilding. I was with the fives, tens, fifteen dumbbells, and I only touched the heavier weight when I could do them for twenty five reps, twenty reps, like huge amounts of re- of weight. If I couldn't. Like, if I couldn't do it in a hypertrophy range, then I wasn't hitting it. Mm-hmm. And that helped me grow in strength, and my that's what allowed my physique to just grow insane because I was doing the weight increase, that power aspect of it, but in a hypertrophy range. And my muscles responded so well to it, just that, that gradual increase. Like when, like, when people say they can look in the mirror and see changes weekly, like, literally, I could see changes in my physique weekly. I, like... I used that to help me determine what I was going to train that week. Mm-hmm. And I, like, you can see the progression of your body over time. And I would take progress pictures to be able mm-hmm. to see that as well. But then going into powerlifting and doing powerlifting all straight, straight couple years and not doing any hypertrophy, no cardio, like, like very, cardio here and there, but very, very, very few. Yeah. Like my, for, for a year and a half, I didn't even hit arms once. Damn. After, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. And it was just all like my arms was trained from deadlifts and from other like yeah. rows, like, like all the compound lifts. Yeah, all your stabilizer exercises and all that. But from there, like my, my muscles, what I felt with the hypertrophy was when I was bodybuilding, my muscles felt very inflated. Like my muscles were always full yeah, of Yeah, you had like those full muscle bellies. Yeah, and they were like uh, more like, like a cushiony muscle almost. Mm. And when I got into powerlifting, I noticed that over time, my muscle kind of developed into a more dense muscle. Mm, and yeah. it filled up the same size, but a much denser muscle with a lot more power. So having like that, 
all those tears and growth with the hypertrophy phase and then bringing that to powerlifting and being able to fill out those already like once yeah, you got like muscle the, you bodies. You got like the best of both worlds. Yeah, it, it allowed me to progress quickly in powerlifting and uh, I feel like like having those two aspects of it like gave me a lot of insight on being able to mix them in the gym as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, like as you, as like the years pass in the gym, like when you're, when you're like lifting IQ goes up, you just, you know how to train, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And the biggest thing that defines you when you really know when to train is when you really, really learn that mind muscle connection. Oh yeah. When you're training a muscle and you're like, holy shit, like I, I am this entire muscle. I can feel myself stretching and squeezing. Arnold used to say that like he could do one one set and get more out of it than most people do with yeah, an yeah. entire workout. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he establishes that mind muscle. I, I, I try it all the time when I fucking work out. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like I, I've trained like a couple of new guys when I was in high school and some of them, when they, when they finally felt that mind muscle connection for the first time and understood what I was yeah. talking about, like they, they would look at me in shock every single time. Yeah, and, yeah. And, it's foreign to them. Yeah, and, and they were just like, holy shit, like this is a completely different feeling. Yeah. And that's when the real training would start, this, not until then. This is the problem I see with most people. They go through the weight just trying to like, you know, they're just, just trying to get it up. That's it. Yeah, that's they, they don't go through the motion correctly because there's, there's an ego issue where they're just yeah. like, how much can I lift? Okay. The ego issue but is like, huge. When you want to get oh, that mind muscle connection, you got to drop the weight a little bit. And then focus on the, yeah. the contraction, the eccentric part of the motion. Exactly. Then, then that shit comes easier. And then people like, like learn through injuries to not go with their ego and just actually focus on the right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. connection. But that always comes back. Yeah, the injury, yeah. that's, yeah, fuck that. I, I used to ego lift a lot when I would squat. Like, I'd be like, all right, today we're going to hit a PR. But like, I know damn well that's not going to help me. Like, I'll, I'm trying yeah, to build my legs. It's like, just exactly, going yeah. in and doing one rep isn't going to do shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's funny how, yeah, but like going back to powerlifting, like that, that builds like a nice, hard, like, like body, like that, doing those compound movements, yeah. that gives you that, that thick, hard, like grainy fucking look, and then yeah. incorporate that with bodybuilding, and that's like, ooh, that's deadly, because mm-hmm. that's, yeah, man. Have you, have you seen like shredded powerlifters, like, because there's yes. pictures Yeah, Larry Wheels. Yeah. Like people like him, there's other people who like cut down, like powerlifters who just cut down. Yeah, and they look insane. All, like, all you guys listening right now, go look up shredded body, a shredded bodybuilder and a shredded powerlifter, yeah, and just compare them. Like their bodies look at the are muscle, so different. Muscle bos- bodies. Look at the density. The thickness, the density, like the volume of the powerlifter, like their forms, their hands are just bigger. They're insane. Completely yeah. different animals. It's crazy. The calories they need to eat to maintain that fucking muscle. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I, you're okay. So you're a bodybuilder. Yeah. But like in a sense, you're also a powerlifter because every day you go in, you're trying to you're trying to hit some heavy yeah. ass weights. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, that's we we just have a different blueprint to it. Right, right. You go about it in a different approach. We go about it in a different approach. Yeah. We try to progress and overload. Over right, time. right. They just yeah. wanna you know. Yeah. If you if you're trying to build muscle, like the weight has to go up. You can't yeah. just be pumping out the same reps with the same yeah. weight every day. Yeah, because you gotta shock the muscle. You gotta tear the muscle down because that's how you build muscle. You put you do the repetition the repetitions and then over time your muscle tears and then when you sleep it, more muscle tissue grows mm-hmm. and then you feed and then water comes into play and like so many things come into play but that's how you build muscle. You just gotta right. you gotta keep going up in weight. 
the biggest you thing gotta is change if, the it's, too. Yeah. if it's comfortable, if what you're doing yeah. is easy and you know exactly yeah. how it's going to feel yeah. every single rep, mm-hmm. everything, every yeah. single set, yeah. you need to change it up. If, right you, yeah, if you know you're going to go in there and get 10, yeah. 10 reps, you're not doing it right. I love and the if struggle. You, yeah, if you know you can do more, like yeah. when, I, when I look at those 110 dumbbells for inclined chest, yeah. I'm scared, Mo. Like, Yo, I'm I get, risking yeah, it I get all. scared when I pick up the like, hundreds. Like, I, I don't even think, I'm like... Fuck it, like this is scary, but I'm gonna do it. I don't give a fuck oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And then I I'm just like grab them, and then you're just angry, and then you just push that yeah, shit. And, and, yeah. I remember, I remember like two weeks ago, I sent you like a, a video of me like getting ready to hit the 100s. Oh yeah. You were yeah. like, nah, don't do that. I was like, man, <laughs> fuck out of here. Let's do this shit. Because like I, I was, I, was, I didn't know if I was gonna be able to get it, yeah, but I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's yeah, do this shit anyways. Yeah, exactly. But I got knew, it. Up. Yeah. Like you, you like you did the hundreds. Yeah, like that. You haven't done that in a minute. Like for yeah. inclined uh, dumbbells, you did a hundreds. That's true. Yeah, I hit hundreds for the first time in a in a while yeah. since my powerlifting career was ended. Yeah, and <laughs> that felt fucking amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, put it up. Like I was nervous for sure, but yeah. I I, I always channel that nervous energy into yeah. into straight into anger into into rage into the set that I'm doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and into just the ability to change myself with this. Less than thirty seconds. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And even if it like it doesn't work, but like you go in there knowing you're gonna get yeah, that you, set. Yeah. You even if right. I fail it, I'm yeah. coming up mentally stronger. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I'm not giving up on the set. Like same thing. Like when Harrison, me and Harrison were doing legs, and this motherfucker was so afraid of hitting three plates, mm-hmm. and Vaughn kept interrupting us. He kept interrupting. I'm like Vaughn, stop! Get out of here! Like leave, leave! And then I put three plates on. I do my set. Then Harrison's like, all right, yeah. Like, he's very, like, sus about it. I'm like, go, Harrison, <laughs> go, go. He, he, he goes down, doesn't even try to pop up, just drops the weight, drops the whole yeah, body. Yeah, I know. Doesn't yeah. even try. And I'm like, Harrison, what the fuck was that? Get up. You're doing this again. He's like, oh, man, I, I can't, I can't. So I make him do it. He goes down, yeah. and he gets three fucking reps. Yeah. I like, I like, like what, what kind who, of shit? Like, that's crazy. Who will, who will exactly. challenge themselves without yeah. you having to tell them to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sometimes I find, I'm not going to say names, but sometimes I find my friends and I'm like, yo, you got to increase the way you do this. And they're all hesitant and shit. Yeah. Then they go and do the set and they do it easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just that yeah. like mental barrier you got to get past. Yeah. Because it, my objective when I go in is to fucking like push myself to the fucking limit. Exactly. And it, it, it honestly, it fucking feels good. Yeah. I mean, put all like weight aside, put all aesthetic aside. If you go into the gym and you know you're going to do what you know you can do you're not going to grow whatsoever. If you go mm-hmm. in there and know you're going to push your body to the complete limits, you're going to yeah. grow mentally. You're going to grow every in every aspect of your life. It's going to be everywhere. And then you relate it back to the gym. Then you bring it all back. But it starts definitely, with your definitely. mentality and it ends with your yeah. mentality. Now, another... Dude, like, I've been pondering this question for a minute. Like, this one uh, gym person that goes to her gym asked me... Uh, he asked me, he's like... We, like, we got into a conversation, he's like, uh, so do you think that the energy that people put out in the gym can be transformed into real life? Yes. Mm-hmm. It, dude, it transcends itself without you and, even and knowing. That, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I said, yeah. At first I said, yeah. But then like later on, dude, I, I was thinking about this question for like months, literally, like just once in a while it popped in my head. And I'm like, no, like it, it, it couldn't. It couldn't. I don't think it could. Because like that's, those are two, two different things completely different like like life and then the gym because like people can like picking things up and putting them down is easy yeah anybody can do that like anybody can That's do that true. and then, and then making like an actual living and then like and then transcending that into that that's sure you could get some lessons out of it but 
in reality of it, it comes down to like the person themselves. Like how strong are you mentally and physically? I agree like because a wanker can go into the gym, be there for years, not gain progress, and you know that wouldn't. But he could be a millionaire, you know, outside of that. Right. So it, it's really like it's just on the person. Like if you if you can do well in the gym, you can use that. Those, but you have to be like good at the gym. You know, like it's. I don't think that you can just replicate the energy. Like say like. I go hard as fuck in the gym and then I want to go hard as fuck at this. But the problem is that like me in the gym, like it's, it's on a different level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a whole different frequency type shit. Like, well, like, I feel like it's, it is all about your mentality, but the gym for, for us and for other people, it is and can be a starting point for this mentality that can be used for other aspects of your life. It's definitely some type of blueprint. You can definitely use that in some some other areas yeah but you should you should be using it for things that you're kind of already into yeah mm-hmm. like well, so if you're like a, if you're a businessman and you work in this field then like only then then it makes sense it would it would boil down more to the to the feelings like the 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 struggle uh the pain mm-hmm. uh the the incon the the incompleteness of it like all those like small feelings from like lifting and like yeah. going to failure going more reps increasing the weight those small things can like make you stronger as a person. Mm-hmm. That type of shit. Like the, exactly. those things enhance you and then you can you're just stronger in the real world out there. Yeah. So basically what I'm thinking is that the gym is just a building block for you in real life. And how seriously I, you take it. I think it has like a subliminal effect. Because like yeah. you measure like if you measure um it sets like order. pain tolerance. I'm not talking about like physical pain, but like mental. Yeah. Because you go in there and you're fucking your shit up. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you, so you step into something else. Well, depending if you're fucking shit up. Some people if don't you are. If you up, are. Like you, like, I'm talking about you. Like, yeah. let's, let's use you as well, an example. Yeah, like 100% go in. And then you go, some, you go into something else yeah. and you're trying to achieve this and that. You yeah. kind of like adopt that mentality. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So look at it like this way from the, like backwards almost. If you have this millionaire who's already... he's went through all of this mental struggle and pain to become a millionaire and now he's a millionaire chances are he's going to be pushing it 100% in the gym that's true he's bringing Definitely. even if he's never lifted before but yeah. he's lifting now that he's a millionaire especially yes. and I see that, that I see that yeah. so much with these rich businessmen yeah. they don't fuck around in the gym even even if their goal is most of them don't have like a goal to be like Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger but they just want to be fit and healthy like people yeah. like like Dan Bilzerian I feel like he's like yeah, he, he they'll go out. in he didn't well actually he just, I think he was a Navy SEAL yeah. so He's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, like some people like that too. Like, but they'll go in not even like for an hour, but they'll yeah. fucking kill it. They're killed. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Need, yeah, they, it's not really about how much you train, but more like what you do within that like hour of training exactly. or however long you're training. I've seen that. Like mm-hmm. very successful people, they'll want to get in the gym if their goal is to be healthy. They'll just get in the gym and get out like forty five minute hour workouts. They don't mm-hmm. like to drag it on. They like to get in, get it done, get as much done in that time frame as they can, and get out. Yeah, and, and some people just train just to say like, oh, I just worked out today. I just hit chest. Yeah, just, just to get the Snapchat. They'll have a forty-five minute just workout. I couldn't tell you the last time I took a Snapchat of like me at the gym and then posted it because like I'm like beyond that point. Like, I don't give a fuck. This yeah. is like, this is like, this is like me eating pretty much. But it, yeah. it is funny though. Like you know when I when I do like let's say morning cardio like seven a.m. <clears throat> it's like it makes you question you mentally. It's like, am I doing this for myself or? If I post this on social media, like a lot of people will see that I'm doing this, but it's like that's just fueling myself. Yeah. Like, why why would I hype myself up like that? But in reality, yeah. but also it depends how you look at it. That could motivate other people. Like you never know. If if I put up a snap of me at the gym at six a.m. doing cardio, 
somebody else might be like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. this nigga's on his shit. Let, let's, exactly. like, maybe I should do that. The problem is... It, it's all about how people, like, intercept shit. Some people might look at me like, oh, he's a faggot. He's at the gym at six. Like, yeah. Uh, like, it's... Well, it's all about the message. The, yeah, yeah, it's all about the message. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I honestly think it's, like, very fucking difficult to motivate others. It is. The, the only way you can, like, get good at something is if you fucking want it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah you can tell your buddy who's fat to do cardio, but chances are he'll quit after, yeah. like, two weeks. Yeah. Because he's like, all right, fuck the shit. I don't see the end yeah. goal. And he doesn't yeah. – he lacks perspective because he doesn't know – he yeah. doesn't know enough about the subject. Yeah, yet. another great example is a friend that she's name, uh, nameless, but – He's been saying that he wants to get into the gym for the past three, four months. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to get into the gym once this happens, once I get a place, once... Once, once this, once, once this, that. Once that, yeah. once I heard that comes, excuse. Once that's this. excuse. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Once, you know. Like, yeah. but, but that's not that's not how it works, you know. Even if I even if I do come with you to the gym, I'm not going to sit there with you every day. Like, there's going to be days where I'm not going to be there. So that person has to go to the gym alone. Exactly. And, like, that's, that's the only way they're going to want to, like, want to do it. My brother, like, I, I started training him when I was when I was bodybuilding. Yeah. I'd, like, drag him in the gym. Mm-hmm. He'd never want to go. And he'd eventually come with me, and then I'd put him through some brutal workout. Mm-hmm. And, and like, he would hate it. Like, he hated the gym. And I'd, I'd give him everything he needed to be to be extremely successful in the gym. But he just didn't want to do it. It wasn't his thing. So didn't train him for a while. A couple years later, around now, like, Probably about a year ago, he started just going to the gym on his own. He was doing track at his school, yeah. and he found that motivation to want to go to the gym. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, Luke, I like I want to go to the gym. Like, like, would you want to come? Would yeah. you mind coming? Lack of perspective again, yeah. Lack of yeah. perspective. You know, just and so once he has the drive, yeah, he's putting it in. Yeah. He's actually wanting to know everything I'm I'm giving him and That's learning great. and pushing. So it's it's like a complete swap in mentality when you actually yeah. want it. It's such a my brother point. was the exact same way. He was like reluctant, re- reluctant at first, but then like after like a few months, he was just like, all right, he's in that rhythm where he goes in every fucking day of the week. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, exactly. like, I'll be catching him with some peck popping. Yeah. I, I don't even have to be like, he, he'll come up to me and ask me like, yo, Mo, when are we going to the gym? I don't, I don't have to put it on him, which, yeah, which I fucking yeah. love because I hate, I hate being the guy who's like, all right, are you going to come to the gym with me today or what? Are you just going to wake around? Yeah. I love that. I shouldn't even have to tell you because I know we yeah. should be on a mutual level where we know we're going to the gym without me or you saying anything yeah, to each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a great thing to have. Yeah. So all that shit is innate, basically. You're not going to get anywhere unless you're... Unless you fucking want it. Unless you want it, yeah. yeah. The meals. Gotta, we got to get the meals up, though. That's, that's a struggle. We're yeah. on right now. That's... I was struggling meals, you said? getting the meals up. Yeah. The meals is always the biggest struggle. I've been very fucking good on my meals, dude. I've been cooking meat like four times a day. Like the first time ever. Really? That's oh, awesome. The last, like, I have like, like two and a half weeks of this bulk left. Not good. I got to get every meal I can in. Yeah. Like, Did you see that uh, steak I cooked up last night? That looks so good. Yo. That was probably the nicest steak ew, I've ew, ever fucking done. Dude, <laughs> dude, last night I had the nastiest shit. I had the nastiest shit. It was like a perfect pink loop. I had Ooh, I had the munchies nice. like heavy, heavy, yeah. heavy munchies in like at Abdul's apartment. They had like nothing pretty much. They just mm-hmm. had chips. Chips. A lot of chips. smoke around in so those I, areas. I was eating. I was sampling. They had like five bags of chips. I was <laughs> you had like this, the, the purple Doritos. I had the purple. I had the Yo, those purple Doritos are so I had the, good. The kettle cooked. I had the Doritos. Everything. Right. I just tried. Then Abdul had some tuna, some like tuna salad in like a container. Yo, yo, you should have put it. Did you put it on the bun? I put it on, I the, put bun. on the bun. <laughs> I put it on the bun there too, dude. I was so fucking hungry. 
that, that, that's an okay meal, but the chips. The chips were not good. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before that, I had we had Chinese. Yeah, the Chinese. We had Chinese at South Point. That was a good meal, though. Like, that was a good, good meal. Good amount of rice, yeah. two side entrees yeah. of meat. Dead. It was like a getter or like Panda Express type shit. Yeah. Good chicken. Dead at South Point where y'all like shopping or something. Dude, we needed uh, to buy t-shirts for the company. We went to H&M for plain polos, but mm-hmm. they had the material there was garbage, not good. Really? So we don't know what we're going to do. I mean, I have like two quotes uh, from online places, but that's like 190 like, to 200 bucks for shirts for like, like three, six shirts. So we're trying to figure that out. And then we're gonna do flyers too. That's we're gonna not flyers. We're gonna do you know those like uh, stances. Like yes, you yes, see yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do those. Um, stickers, pens, yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much it. But we couldn't find any t-shirts at South Point. We don't know what to do with t-shirts. We don't. <laughs> we're gonna buy nice. Figure ones. it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to go to South Point this week. What do you need? I need myself a pair of all black Vans. Again? <laughs> yeah, I keep. I like those shoes, man. Like Vans are just like so easy. Dude, I love Vans. I don't. I don't buy Nikes anymore. Any of that I can't garbage. support Vans. Yeah. I don't support Vans. Like, dude, I've, <laughs> I've gone through maybe like 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 ten pairs of Vans already. You have some of that shit. Yeah, it's a go-to, and I'm probably gonna get like a pair of jeans. Yeah. Vans have made my feet flat over time, though. Really? Yeah. yeah. I need to get some work. I'd probably flat you from that shit. Yeah. Like, I, after wearing Vans for, like, forever, I put on a pair of yeah. Nike running shoes, and it hurt to walk in them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Some flat feet. Fuck. Toms yeah, and Vans yeah. and Converse. Maybe I should switch it up and get all those flat shit. I was, yeah. I was telling myself I should get a pair of Jordans, but, like... I can't like bring myself to put on the shoe because it's just like, all right, am I, am I going, am I like flexing a little too hard or what? I don't, I like the subtle look, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, dude, those slippers that you have, the Toms. Yeah. So clean. I love those slippers. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck with them so hard. Those yeah. slippers are so nice. There's some summer vibe with like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Europe vibe. Oh, I wore them all around Europe, man. All over Europe with the little ankle like, uh, uh, I was bands. like all like, my feet were like all aired out. None of that like. Man, those were so nice. You look like some like like calm person, like art man. <laughs> Dead. Oh man. I got like some fucking slippers on right now. <laughs> dude, Harrison came through in some like weird ass slippers. Yeah. Like, he he came in, dude. Tricky. No, he came in with some boots. He had some legit boots on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Harrison, what is this? Take them off. He's like, no, man, they're slippers. There's some like those are not slippers, Harrison. <laughs> He's like, yeah, there's some Uggs. I need to get Oh, some yo, boots. Jordan has a nice pair of those, like, Ugg boots. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're kind of like, uh, those bean boots a little mm-hmm. bit. Dude, I got some bean boots, but they're Sorrel, European company. Mm-hmm. They're so comfy. They're, they were rated a negative 20 when I'm in <laughs> Chicago. My feet were toasty warm with some wool Damn. socks. Yo, fucking everyone used to wear those fucking shoes yeah. in high school. I yeah. hated that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember it that. was, or they're like duck boots. Mine are so, or the so fucking round duck boots, and the bean, the beans ones were, were the ones everybody fucking wore. Yeah, those and the fucking just the regular Uggs. Yeah, like oh, mm-hmm. remember those like fucking flip flops? Oh yeah, or those fucking Crocs. The Crocs, we need some Crocs back. I fuck with Crocs, honestly. Dude, I used to wear those. <laughs> My camo Crocs. Crocs. Dude, I, Dude, I, I heard they went out of fucking business. I wore camo Crocs for like two years straight. No way. Yeah. My feet went flat from that shit too. Damn. Look at that power washer, Luke. 
Yeah, we'll need it. Yeah, we'll need that. Put it for use. Yeah, we're gonna have to put. Yeah, like my dad's little board. <coughs> board. This. Yeah. Work table. But yeah. We got. We're gonna need to take all those boards too. Yeah. Behind it. Can use it on the shelves. That'd be good. We got a our first day tomorrow at work, Moe. We're really? doing uh, this lady's wallpaper. And, uh, steaming and wallpaper, steaming and wallpaper and paint. And paint. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've, got got a deck. we've got a deck coming yeah. up. Yeah. A screen, screen and deck. Yeah. And then we've got... Uh, what's the last project we've got? We've got carpet. Two rooms carpet. Built-ins. Yeah. Three built-ins. One, two shelving built-ins and then but one... These are two center. different people. These are two different yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Three, three different clients. Yeah, so we got Susie, Susan, Karen, and <laughs> Susie. Susie, no, for Susan, for Susan, we're doing the room tomorrow, but we're we'll, like steaming her wallpaper yeah, and doing yeah. that shit, and we gave her a quote for that. But like she's moving, but like we're gonna wait until she's moves all the shit out of her house so we can actually do work there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna do the but rest of the house touch months, up but paint. tomorrow we're just starting just that room, and then we have Karen, and Karen needs a lot of shit done. Like Karen's a big, big customer. Yeah. She's yeah, got she's like a four-figure customer. Do. Like, I don't know, like, estimate the we're, trans. We're doing, uh, we're doing both of those rooms for her with carpet and built-ins. We're doing carpet up the stairs. Entertainment system. We're getting her entertainment system. Yeah, entertainment built-in. Built-in. We're doing a possible uh, deck conversion in the future. So yeah. it's, she's a great client to have. Rose is gonna be great. She's uh Rose, she'll, yeah, she'll we just good Rose today. We're doing uh, a deck for her. We're gonna build her a deck, put window screenings in it, a door, and uh, she's paying cash for that. We're gonna build a quote for that. Just yeah, and then the lady tomorrow, she's paying a good bit. She's paying a good bit. Yeah. Yeah, man, just out there like I mean promoting like the customer experience like primarily we just wanna make it. We, we want to bring a change to the construction community, like yeah. what's not there, like yeah. the lack of construction people really paying attention to the, yeah. to the uh, client yeah. and, Cause, and giving them yeah. that superb experience, giving them the quality that they deserve in their house. Yeah. Because so far, like everyone that we've talked to, they've been very surprised and like very supportive of like the fact that this is like starting, like happening and stuff. So, like, yeah, we'll definitely tell everybody we know, neighborhood, like, like Rose was like, yeah, like this lady needs something done. A lot of people here need something done. I'll spread the word. Like, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I think it's great people are doing that. We can bring quality work to yeah. to these neighborhoods, and like, it's more than just us. It's about starting like a whole revol- like revolution of people wanting to bring that quality of work. Like, there's so so many things in construction that just shouldn't be accepted right now that are, and we yeah. want to point those out. Yeah, there's a lot of fucked up shit out there. There is. Especially construction. Some like shady shit. A lot of shady shit. We don't want to do any shady yeah, shit. Yeah, no. Yo, We're there's been some shady, shady shit going around Apex Lifetime today, dude. Dude, yeah, what happened? Dude, so I pull in and there's like a fucking... There's like one of those state troopers parked where we usually park. The, the, yeah, and I saw then there's, morning, I saw there's one at like the top of the fucking parking lot. Uh-huh. And like they're, it's like him and a lady, and they're like they're like fucking with this guy. Like I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and they were there for like an hour, and I was just like watching from the fucking treadmill. I don't know what the fuck Jeez. the deal was. Like, they, but that, every time I go in the morning, they're like there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then I saw me and Luke were were driving uh, near that Walgreens in the food line. Dude, download ways. 
I have. Yeah, yeah. That's what I always Dude, use. I use it a lot because, yeah. like, these motherfuckers are just lurking everywhere. Yeah. Waze tells you where they are. Yeah. I've been doing, well, like, people know it's because people, people report where they are because they'll just oh. camp there. But in, like, where we live, there's a large community. Yeah, yeah. so and when I was at the gym, not. I opened it up, right? And you know that highway, like, right behind Apex? There's literally fucking three parked back to back. Get the fuck I up. swear to God, that road, that road you're telling me about, like, where you leave... When you, when you yeah, go off yeah, campus and they're yeah. like just sitting there. Yeah. There's three of them, man. Three. Within like a hundred yard range. <laughs> no. I'm dead serious, dude. I looked at him. <laughs> I was like, yo, we need to get and the other, out of here. It, it, There was two a- APDs uh, right by food line. Like stop, stop, stop one person. Dude, they're just pulling everybody. Yo, did you see Ricky still? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I was like, what the fuck was Whoa. that? That was Apex, Yo, that right? was ridiculous. I think that was that road. I think, uh, no, no, dude, that was, that, that might have been it, honestly. That might have been that road. That, that Apex road on the way to dude, literally Apex like, High to carry life. There's time. one person pulled over here, then moved, moved down like 20 yards, another person, another 20, another person, four like, people. Like four or five cars. Pulled. That's insane. Like, fuck what? this town. So this motherfucker, dude. That's fuck this shit. town. What are they that? cracking on here? There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing, but they no. need money. Well, is the problem. Yeah, that's... The thing is, like, there's a lot of shit we just don't know about. Like, I read last week some, like, rapist was walking around Apex. Man, like, but they uh, have, to... that shit's everywhere, but, like. <laughs> we just don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah. I watched a video about Carrie on, like, YouTube. What, what would they say? But it was, like, uh, like watch this video before moving to Carrie and see. Like it was like, it's like one of like the safest like cities in America. Was it a clickbait? Yeah, yeah, it is. It had 13k views. Not really. I looked at it. It was like, it's not. It was like dry hitting me. Yeah. Fuck man. Gotta get juice. It rains too much here. That's the problem. Advice. I fucking hate the rain. Well, Apex was voted like one of the top places to live in the entire states. Yeah, that was like five. Dude, all those like messages though can be like misleading. I don't know. That's all bait, yeah. Like, I mean, don't, yeah, like, 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 would you I've, like? I've well, right, let me ask you this: Would you live here? or Would you live in New York? New York. Yeah, I've been through like the places in Apex where like they say like this recommendation, and yeah, yeah. it's very nice in those areas. But that's like such a small area of Apex. It's not Apex. Yeah, it's nice to live in. It's those small areas. It's like boring that, too. You know, honestly, it's like, there's a it's couple. It's boring select. as fuck, Mo. It's so boring. Yeah, it's a, good drive, oh. so it, it's a very nice family retirement community. Yeah, you go outside at nine thirty. Everything is closed. You you're not gonna make it anywhere. You need a car. There's no lights on the streets. There's like yeah. one single light bulb. Like they discriminate against the not house. Unbelievable. Yeah. They discriminate. Yeah. Even dude, even like, if a cop like sees you out at night, they'd be like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like nigga, I'm just fucking out. Like, yeah. there's not no fucking curfew that says I can't yeah. be out here. Yeah, and like this town, I feel like it's it's very. Farm southern type shit. It's like you go do everything you need to do before the sun goes down. Yeah. Or you're fucked. Or you're fucked. Everything is Once closed. Once the sun goes down, you're it's dead. That's it. Like that's yeah. some eighteen hundreds Red Dead Redemption type shit. Like, we don't <laughs> Dude, sometimes like the vibe like gets to me like how bad it is, like it makes me like depressed inside. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. dude, what the fuck is Dude, yes. when I came back from Chicago, I was like full of this insane energy. Like this the energy I felt in the yeah. city. Was dude. on like dude. yeah, like when I came from Miami, dude. you felt like that. When I came back from Europe, yo, yeah, I was like, I was like, fine, but like after an hour of being at home, I was like, dude, I'm fucking depressed yeah. as shit. What the fuck is this shit around me? Especially that car right there. Like, like I, I was dropping off Daniel, dude, and like right in front of us, there's a cop. He's just flashing his fucking lights in a bush. Yeah, dude, like <laughs> motherfucker, go find something to do. On the first night we were back, it was ridiculous. It was crazy, and I feel like the cops follow the same southern mentality. It's like. 
if you're out at like 10 p.m., you're up to no good. Yeah. You're up to no good if you're out that late. Let me pull you over, see what's up. Exactly, yeah. That's ridiculous, though. It is ridiculous. It's it's not 1950. It's not... The problem is that, like, nobody, like, questions what what, what is unjust. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, but... When we when we go another we go forward another fifty years, you look back and say, "Ah, oh, well, why did we do this?" Crazy, just like wasting our fucking time. Like it, that's what it is. Like, literally, that's so crazy to think about. Uh, yeah, we need to be in a high energy area. We gotta be in a very high energy. This area. is like a low T central. Like once, no, like once this fucking shit like gets big with me and Luke, we're gonna have like different opportunities in like different states, and we're just gonna have one office here. And then we're just gonna like run. Another. We're gonna run shit from a whole different state. Dude, I spoke to um, you know who Callie is at the gym. Callie, who? He's he's like a friend of mine at the gym. He was like to me like, yeah. Which gym? Apex. Or? Carry, carry. Oh. He was like to me like, yeah, man, like I fucking hate living here. He's like, I might get a job, in Los Angeles, and then just come home every weekend to see my wife, and then like, he's like yeah, I'm gonna party <laughs> over there, like live my life, and then come back here on the weekends. I was like, yeah, you should literally just do that. He's not gonna do that though. Dude, he will because like he has I mean like it's pretty easy for someone like him to get a job he has like a master's and all that shit yeah everybody in high school is always saying I'm, I'm moving out of here when I get a college they, don't the they, they didn't do but shit but they don't and they stay here yeah, yeah. They it's that like home like we're in the same boat genus. no fuck no nah I'm, I'm gonna leave no. it's gonna be hard don't get me wrong cause like yeah, yeah, it's, right it's hard to leave something that you're used to but you have to be established before you like get out Exactly. Uh, yeah, I moved, I moved one second, dude, again. Like, it's not, it's not that hard. Yeah. yeah. It's not that hard. Like, again, if you're mentally strong, you can do anything you fucking want. Exactly. Don't, yeah. you cannot get attached to places emotionally. That's You shouldn't get attached thing. to anything, in anything, my opinion. Anything. It fucking holds you back. It holds you back. Yeah, it's it it does. You can't get emotionally attached dude, to I'm any place. I'm emotionally attached, attached to my truck. Exactly. <laughs> dude, yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It, like, captures you. Like, you think you have mm-hmm. this, like this like more more meaningful connection with an inanimate object yeah but you don't <laughs> yeah i know mm. Mm. yes that's fucked up mm. but big blue is more is a little more she it's, she's more than that yeah she is <laughs> <laughs> lots of experiences that's fact yeah yeah, I mean, we're going to need big blue in action. I think uh, it's the experiences that are attached yeah. with these inanimate objects that, like, make it so hard to just, like, need to throw become away. a member, yeah. Luke. Big blue might need to be just another member of the company. Yeah. <laughs> big blue is a member. Big blue. <laughs> She's a holder. <laughs> All right, uh, should we wrap this up? Yeah, I mean, we... We got everything we need to say. Um, yeah, it's a pretty long one, but yeah, lots, this was lots. a pretty this was a pretty meathead like yeah good meathead like that. I like it. Very yeah, but if you listen, you'll you'll know how to go yeah. about it. A lot of good yeah. You'll learn a lot if you yeah. listen throughout this whole thing. Uh, thank you for sticking uh, out. Keep yeah. the estrogen high and the testosterone low. Uh, we'll catch you later. On the flip, we'll catch you on the flip. All right. Uh, thanks for sticking out. Uh, have a good one, everybody, and uh, keep pushing. <laughs>